Yo, what's going on with it, man? It's your boy T-Dot, and I'm back with another podcast on my Hoop Talks podcast channel, man. We finna get it right into it, man. Y'all already know it's good. I always start off my podcast talking about what's hot, what's popping in, in, the, in the world, basketball world, basketball scene. So if y'all basketball fans, y'all know the NBA draft just happened, and it was really exciting, man. Really exciting. It was exciting for a num- number of reasons. Uh, first of all, I just want to point out the obvious that since I'm from Chicago, man, I saw two, three of my, well, not three, t- really one, one of one of the guys from Chicago got drafted, uh, Taylor, uh, from Simeon, man. So shout out my boy Taylor, uh, Zach. Zach ain't get drafted, but he signed a two-way deal to uh, the Lakers. And both of them actually headed to the Lakers, man. I actually think they both going to get signed just just because they both could shoot. Taylor is like all around. Zach, damn near all around. But Zach got a strap. So he going to get some tick on, on the Lakers just because they need some shooters, man. They need people who could play make. Both of them playmakers, shot makers. So, like, I'm looking forward to it, man. Y'all already know I'm a Bron fan. And we got AD coming to the Lakers. Come on now. That's just, what they, the Chicago Lakers now? Fuck you talking about? It's busting in the city, man. We we lit. My boy Vic Law, I forgot what he got. He got, uh, he signed to somewhere, but he ain't, he ain't get drafted by nobody. So, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good year for the Lakers, man. I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to all that. I'm going to be tuned in, locked in all of their games, man. Y'all already know it's good. All right. So, now we got that out the way. Number one pick. Zion, bro, I was watching the I was watching the draft at my job, and literally, like when he when they called his name, I already knew that they was gonna call call Zion for the first pick. But the interview after after he got called was what struck my attention because I'm sitting there, I'm thinking like, what is this man really gonna say? Like he he been knew that he was gonna get the number one pick. Like what what more can he say? Like. Then he got to talking, and then he started crying and shit, man. I was like, damn, bro. That's that's probably, like, that's really a dream come true for some people. Like, we be thinking, like, man, they expecting to get drafted. Like, well, it shouldn't even be a surprise. Like, they at they the draft, they already know. But, bro, once you, once you really achieve your dreams, bro, like, it, that shit never happened to me. Like, it's... Like, my dreams, I'm still trying to fulfill my dreams, you feel me? But they did it early, at an early age. You feel me? Zion, Ja, RJ. You could, you could tell that they all really love the game, bro, because they all broke down, like, and they the top three picks, you feel me? Everybody after that came up there smiling, ready to talk about the interview and shit. But for them three to show their emotions like that and show how much they really, like, love this shit and that this was really a dream come true, like... When they were talking, bro, you could tell it was a dream come true for them and their family. So I'm I'm proud of them, bro. Like, even though I don't know none of them, it's just good to see, like, people achieve their dreams and, like, work hard for it. Because, like, only one that was really highly touted was out of high school and shit. Well, Zion was, but RJ was really the only one that's been ranked, that that been highly touted as, like, a prospect and shit. Ja was barely on the radar coming out of high school. He probably barely had any D1 offers. 
And Zion ain't ain't started getting good really till like his sophomore year in high school, like junior year in high school. It's like that's when we first started hearing about Zion. So it was just good to see see their emotions come out like that, man. I ain't no really emotional dude, but I damn near was like, damn man, shit was kind of touching. It's like, man, that's really what, like, hard work. That's that's how you know they really love that shit, man. If you get to crying, like, and y'all the number one, two, and three picks, y'all really love it, and y'all know y'all worked y'all asses off for it, man. So I'm proud of all of them, bro. I'm proud of everybody in the draft, man. Even though I don't know none of them, that's just like a dream, dream come true, bro. So if y'all out there listening and y'all young hoopers, man, still developing, bro, still chase that shit, bro. It, it ain't over till it's over. Like if y'all if y'all in high school, eighth middle school, like bro, keep keep grinding, bro. Just chase chase that dream, cause it's 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 gonna come, bro. You just gotta grind every day. You can't take days off, literally. Like the day you the day you take a day off, somebody is working working that day, bro, and getting better or just keeping up. You feel me? You ain't even gotta go a hundred every day, a hundred percent every day, bro. Just go, you feel me? Some days you're going to have to go 110, 120%. But then the days where you feel like you ain't, you can't really give it your all, bro, at least give at least 90%. Go, go through, don't coast through your workout. Still go through it hard, but you feel me? Make it a shorter workout day or something like that. You ain't got to go an hour every day, hour and a half workouts. You could do 30, 45-minute workouts. Still get your reps in, you feel me? So it was just good to see the drive. It the drive always inspired me, you feel me? Cause I'm a trainer and I I just I just like developing players. And for a trainer and you and you saw that you developed a kid and to see him get to the draft, that's that's honestly a dream come true for you, cause you feel me, you've been working with this kid since he was little. And or since they was in high school, you feel me, getting recruited and shit. And now they living their dream, like making their dreams a reality. So it's really just about putting in the work, man. Your dreams going to come come to you if you just continue to put a brick. What Nip say? Don't try to build a brick wall. Lay a brick down every day, and eventually you're going to get a brick wall. So just lay a brick every day, man. You're going to get a brick wall. No cap. That's 100, man. So all of that, man, just to say, man, it's busting next season, man. The NBA is busting. I'm not even going to lie, bro. This the most happy and excited and optimistic I ever been about an NBA season, bro. Like cuz like the NBA is the NBA. Everybody we know, they don't really play hard all year. Play hard like the the whole season until like the playoffs and shit. Except for like the weak teams. The weak teams really be trying like all year. They be trying to stay afloat and shit. But the good teams, they be coasting through the season and then they wait to the playoffs to turn it up. So, I'm really waiting for the playoffs next year around this time. But the regular season going to be busting. I ain't even going to lie. The regular season is going to be busting, man. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Do y'all not know that this summer is like one of the craziest like free agent summers? Like, we finna be seeing a whole lot of trades, a whole lot of signings, a whole lot of signing trades, three-team trades, all of that, man. So it's gonna be crazy, and I'm gonna break some of the I'm gonna break some of the trades down. But before before I go into talking about teams, 
We're going to talk about my team, the Chicago Lakers. Fuck is you talking about, man? The Chicago Lakers. Got my boy AD. They got Taylor now. And they got Zach. Come on now. If you're from Chicago, you got to be a Lakers fan next year. It's no, it's no way around it, bro. Lake show all 2020. No cap. It's their year, bro. 2020 is the year. Lakers finna show out, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. And Zach and Taylor, they some they like the perfect pieces. They gonna see that they got chemistry already because they both went to Simeon. They both got chemistry playing on the court together. So they they gonna like that automatically. You feel me? And then Taylor. He like that. He's just like fundamentally sound. Like he can get a bucket. He can pass. He can shoot. He can score. He can. He got bounce. Like he played defense. Like he a dog, bro. I ain't like Taylor is a dog. Bro. I ain't gonna lie. And Zach a dog too. Like I used to play against Zach in high school. Zach Zach got a torch, bro. Zach was pulling from forty when we was in eighth grade, bro. So. I wasn't really surprised that he got that he's in the NBA now. Like he he was probably the one that would make it. That was like he was probably had the most potential out of everybody in my class in high school. Like even though a lot of people was talked about more, Zach had the most potential because he could shoot. He could shoot and shooters are can play anywhere. Honestly, and Zach is gonna be gonna be that piece for them. Like he a shooter and he a lefty. So like. If all he got to do is play defense and shoot threes, bro, he's going to get signed to that full to that full deal. You feel me? He on a two-way deal right now. I think the two-way deals basically mean like he's going to play for their G League team and uh, the regular team. You feel me? And depending on how he plays in the G League, that's going to depend on how how the Lakers look at him in terms of like moving up onto the regular team roster. So, it's going to be exciting to see cuz the Lakers, they not playing, bro. They really not playing with nobody next year. And y'all y'all had all this stuff to say about Bron this year. And it's crazy that y'all really was disrespecting my mans like that. Like, y'all know this was a bad year for Bron. Y'all know he got hurt 17 games. Y'all know they roster was inconsistent as hell. Y'all know the coach was whack as hell. Y'all know the roster, the, the rotations was whack. Luke Walton was just a terror. He wasn't the right coach for the job. You feel me? He ain't know how to handle handle that. All the egos and shit, all the the vets and then the young guys. You feel me? They tried to they tried to make it work, but it just wasn't happening, bro. So it's just good to see that that Chicago finna have like a real big impact in L.A. this year, bro. And I love that shit, man. It's gonna bring so much life to the city, bro. L.A. and Chicago, bro. Fuck is y'all talking about, man? It's it's the Chicago Lakers now. And LeBron from the Midwest, too. So, fuck it. You feel me? Midwest Lakers. Cuz. We, we about this chips, man. Bron about chips now. From now on. If y'all don't see LeBron in the conference finals, you feel me? It's, it's, it's championship or bust, man. From now on, with with Brian, you feel me? It's been like that the past eight eight nine years. If y'all haven't if y'all haven't been on Earth, you feel me? If y'all haven't been existing for the last eight nine years, it's been Brian. All the championships, championship or bust. You feel me? This the first year this nigga ain't made the playoffs, and y'all want to go talking crazy, like real crazy, bro. Like y'all just forgot Brian wasn't that nigga. He's been that man. Best believe that. He ain't lost a step, bro. He may be aging, 
Like in numbers, like like he's 30 what? Going to be 35 this year, but he hasn't lost a step, bro. He may not play defense no more, but tell me a 34-year-old in the league like any Hall of Famer that played defense at the age of 34. I'll wait cuz a lot of them wasn't even in the league at age 34. You feel me? So Brian has been in the finals like that takes a toll on you, bro. Eight straight years. Eight straight years he's been in the finals, bro. And that's that's tough. That's tough on your legs, on your body, your mind, all of that, your spirit, all of that, bro. That take a lot out of you to play all the way deep into June every year and only get two to three months rest, bro. So Brian coming back with a vengeance, best believe, and AD. AD coming back with a vengeance because he like, y'all doubted me last year. Y'all thought I was soft. Y'all thought I was trying to just bail on them when they wasn't really doing nothing for me, bro. Like, I wasn't getting to where I really wanted to be. I I, I felt like I was stuck. Like, my, I showed y'all my potential, but y'all failed to do something in the free agency. Y'all failed to grab free agents. Y'all let DeMarcus Cousins go. Like, what what more can I do? Like, what more do y'all want me to do? Like, I'm, in a, I'm about to be in a... In the beginning of my prime, bro, and y'all, we y'all bullshitting. Y'all need to just start young. That's why I low key think the NBA rigged the draft, the draft lottery, cause they gave New Orleans the first pick, knowing that AD was finna get traded. So Zion, they got Zion to build around now, and bro, I can't, man. I'm gonna jump into that, but I'm still talking about the Lakers right now. The Lakers are are going to be something nasty next year. Point blank, period. They're going to be something nasty. And for all of you guys that were saying they they not going to ever be back to where they was, just watch. Just watch. They finna grab, and I'm going to give y'all some names. I'm going to throw out some names that they might look at this summer. I know they not going to grab Kawhi for a fact. That's just, that's just off bag. Like, he either going to the Clippers or he's staying in Toronto. And Kyrie, uh... Kyrie kind of iffy because the Nets really don't want Kyrie unless he bring along KD. And I'm pretty sure the Knicks are feeling the same way. So, Kyrie, your only option, buddy, is probably the Lakers or the Clippers. That's what it's looking like right now. Like, So, you might want to make that decision fast. Like, if you want to stay in Boston or whatever you want to do. Because you, you, re- you around here capping, bro. Like, don't nobody want you. They see what you just did to that young team in Boston. They don't want you coming to their shit. Doing the same thing if you're not bringing KD along with you, it's not even worth the headache, bro. We're not gonna pay you all of this bread, and you out here sneak dissing, calling radio stations anonymous and shit, acting like it's not true, talking about yourself. Like, come on, Kyrie, you bigger than that, bro. You calling in radio stations in Boston, really capping, talking about the Boston fans should have should have embraced Kyrie Irving more. And the dudes on the radio station clearly know it's you, bro. Like, everybody know how Kyrie sound, bro. And he really tried to make an anonymous phone call in, trying to down down talk to the Celtics fan base. Like, come on, dude. You you way more professional than that. And you starting to, you starting to act like a female to me, bro. I really don't want to say the word, but y'all know what I'm talking about, bro. Kyrie, he got a lot of he got a lot of that in him. He got a lot of female characteristics and traits. Like he real feminine, bro. And that should be that should be irking me because like you a grown man, dude. Step just step up to the plate. Like if you want to win some rings, bro, your best bet is going back to LeBron. 
And you see they just got AD. So, bro, it's it's really like how much you how much you really like how long are you willing to wait again to to get some success? Or are you trying to get this shit now like AD? Are you going to still be like in your narcissistic mind thinking that you could carry a team to the fucking finals? Knowing damn well you can't even carry them past the first round, second round. Especially the Nets. You couldn't even pack carry the Celtics. And y'all had the best coach, best young squad, like all of this stuff, man. It was lined up for y'all to make it to the conference finals against Toronto. And you failed to carry him, bro. You failed to close. Everybody want to talk about how Kyrie, oh, he's the closer. He was the closer for LeBron. Shut shut up with all that shit, man. Shut up, for real, because that shit don't mean nothing. Just because he hit a big shot, bro, what has he done since LeBron? What has Kyrie done since he's left LeBron James? Shit. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, come on, man. Talk some sense into this man Kyrie if y'all Kyrie fans. Hit him in the DMs or something. Tell him stop capping. Go go make amends with LeBron. Tell him you sorry. Brian, Brian already knowing. Brian is accepting Kyrie with open arms because he, he's won a championship with Kyrie. So they got chemistry. Perfect chemistry, bro. Kyrie and LeBron was like the best duo, bro, when they was in the league. I damn near think Kyrie and Brian is better than Stephen, Stephen KD. But that's up for debate, you feel me? I'm not going to just say they better, but Kyrie, man, make up your damn mind. Choose where you want to go and stay there, bro. Don't be trying to find loopholes and shit, man. Just go to the Lakers. Like, you ain't going to find nowhere better, bro. If y'all if y'all all three team up, y'all won't even need no extra help. Like, fuck a bench. Y'all could grab players like Seth Curry and shit like that. Like, y'all don't need no bench. If y'all got Steph, I mean, Kyrie, AD, and Braun, that's three, like, blue-collar, blue-chip players, bro. Grimy players, like dogs, bro. That's three dogs on one team. And LeBron, obviously the alpha. AD and Kyrie just going to be fighting for that second and third spot. But they trying to win, bro. Like, AD ain't really worried about that shit. He's just worried about his legacy. And LA is the best place to build that legacy. He could be the next greatest big man in LA. You feel me? So AD see all that. He he not the type to try to maneuver around that shit. He see that. All the best bigs play for the Lakers. And he shit, he trying to stamp it in. Like, shit, I'm up next, bro. Dwight Howard and Kobe ain't work, but I'm finna make it work with Brian and watch us work and see what happens. They I, I give them at least one one ring together. At least. But at most, shit. I see them winning like three, honestly. Shit. If KD leave, or if you feel me, whatever whatever happens. But at best case scenario, I see the Lakers possibly winning three rings with AD and LeBron. But at worst case scenario, probably one. You feel me? That's the, that's the worst case scenario. But if they grab Kyrie, yeah, definitely three rings. I definitely see it. You feel me? And and I just I just want everybody to to, to remember what y'all was saying last year. I want everybody to remember. That y'all was talking all this crazy shit about LeBron. Oh, Kobe, Mike ain't never missed the playoff. Kobe ain't never missed. The, the, the. 
Like, shut up, bro. Y'all don't even know basketball for real, bro. Go do y'all research and then come argue with me about that shit, bro. LeBron missed 17 games and y'all think that this shit the fucking world over with. Like, come on, bro. It's a bad year. Everybody has it. It's year 17, 16 for the man. Damn. Get off his dick. Like, he, he, 17 games, bro, that's a lot of games. And then you come back and the chemistry already fucked up just because the coach not keeping everybody in check. Like, the coach scared of the players down there, scared to make decisions and shit. Like, come on now, that that's just not, that's just not the formula for a winning season. Like, everything was going wrong. Magic quit. They couldn't get a second star last summer. Like, it just was all bad, bro. And y'all know that, but y'all just want to cap on Bron so much. But it's okay. I remember everybody that said something. I remember everybody that 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 was talking shit. I remember all of it, bro. I wrote. I took mental notes, mental notes, and all of y'all, y'all still gonna be hating after after he win next year. And that's that's the crazy thing. But I just gotta accept it now, cause it's Bron, bro. Everybody loves a villain, <laughs> you know? So, man, Lakers is my squad, 2020. I got them winning it all. It's the Chicago Lakers. Fuck is you talking about? And I honestly think if the Lakers strike out on Kyrie, I think they should grab D'Lo. Either D'Lo or Chris Middleton. Those are, like, perfect complimentary third stars. Like, AD and, AD and Brown will obviously be the first and second. But if you grab D'Lo, if you go go make amends with him, or you grab Middleton, either one of them dudes will fit perfectly as like the third star because they know AD and Bron is already the, the top two. You feel me? Chris Middleton is a is a spot up three point shooter, defender, can can create plays. You feel me? He can get his own shot, get to the bucket. He real aggressive. But he can shoot that thing. Boy, that's what the Lakers need. Same with D'Lo. Flashy passer. Flashy player. L.A. He going to come back to L.A. with a different swagger because he just had his own squad. So he going to be like, man, I can't mess this shit up this time. So I got to go crazy. I have to. It's a must. And I can't mess it up, bro. So that's what's going to keep that chip on his shoulder. Like, y'all traded me away when Magic was here. But now y'all want me back. So I'm about to prove to y'all. What y'all, what y'all missed out on them two years. You feel me? Y'all gave up Lonzo and shit. I'm about to prove to y'all what y'all missed out on. So that's why I low-key really want them to get D'Lo instead of Kyrie. Because D'Lo going to come back with a different type of... It's going to be sick. LeBron, D'Lo, and AD. I'm not, hold on. I'm just not thinking about this. Whole time. I would rather see... I would rather see that than Kyrie, bro. And you know why? I'm going to explain to y'all why. Just because Kyrie going to be wanting to be that second star. But LeBron, I don't know, G. He, like, I feel like AD is going to be that second star regardless. Like, AD is going to have to be that second star because he they big, G. Like, he going to have to get touches and shit. So I would way much rather see D'Lo because D'Lo... He can score at a rapid rate, bro. As y'all could see this year, he scored like twenty-five and a quarter one time. Like he he can get he can fill it up quick. And he got his confidence back. He got his swagger back. He playing like Ohio State D Lo. 
That's when that nigga was. Who? Ohio State D Lo was going through a thing, on bro. Ohio State D Lo had niggas tuned in every night to ESPN watching his shit. So I'm already knowing he back in his Duffy. He had to, bro. LA did him bogus the first time, but it's time to make amends, bro. If Kyrie don't want to make amends with Brian, best believe D Lo gonna make amends with the Lakers. And they're gonna show out, bro. So D Lo, think about that shit, bro. You going back to the Lakers, you will be like the third perfect complimentary star. You could play off the ball. You don't need the ball. You can shoot. You can handle it. You can create for others. Just like knock down. Like, bro, you do everything. You just gotta you can't you don't play defense like that. You feel me? But he can lock up if you want to. So just just watch out for the Lakers this year, this year, man. I ain't gonna say too much more about it. Cause y'all already know. A lot of a vengeance this year, you feel me? A lot of a vengeance. Bron and AD, they got a vengeance in their eyes. And D-Lo got a vengeance in his eyes. So, we going to see, man. It's going to be interesting. But, it's some more teams that I'm, looking, that I'm looking forward to seeing next year. We know that the Houston Rockets are having problems right now. So, I'm not even really thinking about them right now. They, they got beef between their best two players. And that shit not going to work. They just gonna keep on getting beat by the Warriors, and this is gonna be funny as fuck next year when they lose to the Lakers. It's gonna be fucking hilarious, cause you know why? I don't even know why. I just don't like. I just. I just want Brian and them to just destroy everybody. You feel me? I don't even got a reason. I don't gotta tell y'all no reason. But it's the shit not gonna work. That chemistry gonna be terrible next year. Chris Paul and James Harden do not like each other, so they're over with. Uh, next, PG, Russ, we already know what they're going to do. Losing the first round, if they even make the damn playoffs. Next, Golden State. Oh, uh, they lost KD and Clay. Oh, next. Who else? Uh, let's see. Who's next? Uh, what's some old contingent teams? Oh, the Lakers. Oh, yeah, they're going to win. But, um, shit. Oh, the Pelicans. The Pelicans going to be looking nice next year. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm talking about? Motherfucking Pelicans is on the come up next year, bro. They're going to get rid of Drew Randall. They're going to put Zion at the four. They're going to put... They're going to They're gonna probably put that new big man that they just drafted at, at the five. Unless they try to sign like Al Horford or Brooke Lopez like a vet. You feel me? To play with Zion. Uh, they got B.I., they're going to put him at the three, probably. And then they got Drew at the one. I mean, at the two. And Lonzo at the one. You feel me? That's a solid-ass squad. Solid squad, bro. From top to bottom. And they're going to they gonna be they gonna be low-key making a run for the playoffs, bro. Because cause Zion is going to be that piece that they needed, bro. Like, he's Julius Randle times five, times ten. Like, Julius Randle was eating in the Pelican system last year with AD. So imagine Zion, bro. And Zion is 10 times more athletic, even though Drew Randall is a beast. Like, don't get me wrong. Drew Randall is a dog, bro. He's he's like a – he's Zion, but like a, a taller version. You feel me? And Zion is just a stronger version. So they both lefties. Nobody could stay with Drew Randall. Like, 
People had problems with this man last year. So they really going to have some problems with Zion this year. And it's just going to be crazy, bro. Like, Zion going to come in and do some shit we, we, we haven't seen in a, long, in a while. Like, And I'm not even expecting him to be, like, no perennial superstar his first year. I'm really expecting him to only average probably, like, 18 to 20 points and probably grab, like, 10 to 12 rebounds. You feel me? Because he's going to score a lot of points playing with Alvin Gentry. Gentry is going to let him hoop. Gentry is the type of coach. He he see the potential in the young guys. He saw it in, like, AD. Uh, they they not even putting all the expectations on Zion head like they like that. That's why they grabbed B.I., former number two pick. They grabbed Lonzo, former number two pick. So they got players that understand, understand uh what it's like to to have all the spotlight be on you and all that pressure because Zion, like who who knows more than Lonzo? You feel me? Lonzo had a target on his back since the day he got in the league before he even got in the league. So he they gonna be some good good like brothers to talk to Zion. You feel me? They gonna keep him grounded and shit. Zion already seems like a humble kid, so uh, it's it's gonna be exciting to see them to see them mesh in jail together because uh, Lonzo. Like, believe it or not, like, he's damn near going to be, like, a top 10 point guard this year in the league. Just because he got traded, you feel me? Ain't no, like, he ain't got that L.A. pressure on him no more. He in New Orleans, like, he going to go crazy, bro. That's damn near going to be his, his like, team to run. Like, him and Drew going to be, like, a, oh, that, that backcourt going to be sick, bro. Sick as hell. They going to be locking shit up, boy. They gonna be hounding on defense, and then they gonna come and hoop on offense. And nothing against white coaches, but like white coaches don't really know how to handle black kids. That's like a black coach trying to handle a team full of white kids. You feel me? It's nothing about race. It's just the dynamics of like, it's just the d- dynamics, bro. Like a bunch of black kids not gonna listen to a white coach. You feel me? That's just that's just facts, bro. Like unless that coach got hella respect. Like Popovich and shit like that, Coach K. Like unless you highly touted and like highly respected in the coaching field, a bunch of black kids not gonna really respect you like that. So the Lakers, all of them was black, bro. Then none of them respect Luke Walton like that, bro. They he wasn't that good in the NBA, and he's Bill Walton's son. So like you basically got here because of your daddy, bro. So they what they was looking at that. And the fact that LeBron was there just made it even worse because LeBron used to bust Luke Walton ass. And now he's coaching him? Like, come on, dude. You got you to gotta get out of here with that because you got to go to Sacramento where your bitch ass need to be. You feel me? So uh, now now that Lonzo on the Pelicans, Alvin Gentry going to let him hoop. You feel me? He going he gonna to let him get busy. Alvin Gentry, he, he like a... Like the typical black coach, he liked to run. He liked to get it out, get the rebound. We gone type shit. No set, no plays up. You feel me? First option gonna be Zion, obviously. So they gonna always be looking for Zion down in the post. First option. If he ain't down there, shit, swing it back out. Then shit, it's Drew time. You feel me? They gonna kick it to Drew. Drew gonna eat. Shit, swing it to Bi. Bi gonna eat. And Lonzo just going to orchestrate it. Orchestrate it all. Like, Lonzo damn near going to average like 10 assists next year. If B.I. get his jump shot up, Lonzo could average 10 assists. 
So, I, I, it's, it's, it's going to be real exciting, man. You feel me? You got John Morant going to the to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I don't really know how good they're going to be, but it's it's a good starting point for them. Like, that was a good starting point, grabbing him, trading Mike Conley away. Now you got a solid core, like solid foundation of Jaron Jackson Jr. and now John Morant. And now next year, all they need to grab is like a, a wing, a good wing player. You feel me? That's gonna that's gonna be able to contribute right away, cause they they need us they need a, a strong young core like how the Pelicans are building that's how they need to build they need to try to, cause they not gonna get no stars and no free agency ain't nobody thinking about going to Memphis, like that's the most least attractive city destination any NBA player want to go to, so they gonna have to keep building with players like Ja like dogs Ja is a dog too, so. That's that's gonna be interesting. Uh, the Knicks, RJ is about to go stupid on the Knicks. I'm not even gonna lie. Like Fizdale, he finna let RJ hoop, and it's gonna be crazy because RJ, they everybody typing up Zion and Ja, but I think RJ, like now that I'm looking back at it, I used to think that RJ wasn't gonna be that good, but when I look at his game and how it's gonna translate to the NBA. All he he's a jump shot away, and like a, a quicker handle away from being James Harden. Honestly, he's a lefty. He's a uh, volume shooter. Like he's he can get buckets, bro. He get to the free throw line. He just gotta work on that, making them free throws and making his shots. You feel me? Cause shot making is is really important in the NBA. If you only played, it ain't no more just straight defensive players. Like you got to be able to do both at a high level, if you want to be like a max player type shit. Unless you like a Steph and you just got a natural gift of shooting and shit. But RJ, obviously he not he not like that yet. Like we got to see what his potential is. But we gonna see this year. The, the Knicks not really that good, so it's gonna give him opportunity. To learn, make mistakes, learn from his mistakes, get better every day. You in Madison Square Garden, so you gotta. It's gonna be a lot of pressure, but I think he gonna be able to handle it. Cause shit, everybody was tuning in to their games this year, like so he gonna that pressure ain't gonna be shit. I feel like Duke basketball is more is like on the same level as New York Knicks basketball, even though the Knicks is terrible. They been terrible, so RJ he gonna he gonna handle that pressure decent, like. He just ain't got nobody to, like, fall back on like he has Zion. But, shit, if you want to be that franchise player, like, right away, you got to show them that you built for that shit. So, like, you just got drafted by New York, bro. You got to put on, you feel me? And I feel like he, like he going to do decent, man. I ain't, I ain't really too worried about RJ. Um, now, since we in Chicago, and I'm kind of – I'm about to start uh, getting to an end on this podcast – Cause I want to end it by like talking about our team in Chicago, the Bulls. You know, the Chicago Bulls, the the seventh draft pick winners every for the last three years. Um, we drafted Kobe White. Now, if you don't know who Kobe White is, it's the dude that looked like a muppet and he got all the hair. He went to North Carolina. Kobe White, they compared him to to Gil Gilbert Arenas. And if y'all know me, if you really know me, y'all know Gil was one of my favorite players, like, when he was playing, when he was really aging zero. Gil was a freaking bucket, man. 
When I say Gil used to be doing niggas dirty, dropping 60 in Kobe house. They don't tell y'all that. They, they erased the tapes. But Gil dropped 60 in Staples on Kobe's head. Uh, so, yeah, they, they comparing them to, to Gil. So, in my eyes, that's some high-ass expectations. Because even though Gil wasn't really no, like, Hall of Fame player and shit, Gil was a bucket. When he was in his prime, he was a bucket. Like, best one of the best point guards in the league, probably. So, Kobe, if you listening to this, bro, if you come to Chicago and be weak, bro, you over with, folks. You just going to be another Chris Dunn. Like, we're going to ship you away. You're going to be another Cameron Payne. Like, we need a D-Rose, man. We need a savior. Like, and I don't think he coming like that. I just don't think he that. I don't think he's that type of player. He a dog and all. Like, yeah, he did good at North Carolina. But, like, we need somebody that's going to come in and make immediate impact. Like, D-Rose was leading them to Eastern Conference Finals his third year in the league. And obviously, like, nobody on the Bulls right now is doing that. Like, Zach Levine, not even that type of player. He's really, he's not even really an alpha like that. He just, he just could score. You feel me? He ain't no alpha. Marketing ain't no alpha. Wendell Carter ain't really no alpha. We need an alpha. And D Rose was that. He was the silent assassin, bro. D Rose came in with that, that Chicago swag, bro. Like, he really played like a Chicago hooper, bro. And he gave the city life, bro. And I just don't think Kobe White going to do that, bro. Like, just the, I don't know. We're going to have to see, bro, because he he he's he kind of iffy to me right now. In my eyes, I think I feel like we should have drafted somebody else. I was hoping that Garland, Garland would have dropped to the seventh pick and we would have grabbed Garland instead. But it just it just don't work out like that. We don't get everything you want. You feel me? So, we got the milk and cookies, so we're going to see how they taste and shit. But if this nigga, if them bitches stale, bro, we throwing them bitches back. We getting somebody else, man. We don't need no stale milk and cookies. Y'all could keep that shit. Chicago need a, a, a killer, man. We only breed killers, so we need a killer that's going to bring us to promised land. And whole time, I hope we, I hope we look up on grabbing a vet point guard. In this offseason. Like, I hope we fuck around and grab, like, Terry Rozier or something like that. If we grab Scary Terry, it's wraps. We we going to be some uh slight, slight contenders in the East. We going to make the playoffs, I think. If we grab Scary, put him at the one, let him run a show, hell yeah. Scary play D, and he's a bucket. He's smooth as hell, too. Like, y'all going to see. Let us get Scary. Watch what happened. Watch him go to work. So yeah, man. I feel like the Bulls moving. They moving slightly in the right direction. We gonna have to see this season though. Like they got a new coach and shit. So it's, it's it's all like it's you feel me? It's in the air. The East is in the air. The West is in the air. Psych. It's Bron, bitch. It's Bron. Chicago Lakers. Fuck time out. So. Glad y'all enjoyed this episode, man. We're gonna come back with more episodes next week. Uh I couldn't do it. I couldn't fit in two this week. I ain't really wanna fit into it. I low-key wanted to wait after the draft to make this podcast. Uh so yeah, thanks for tuning in, man. We're gonna be back next week. Hopefully I got some special guests. 
my work schedule is so crazy like that I can't even I don't even be having time man. like my work schedule don't be fitting with everybody else's my homies and stuff so like the people that I want to do the podcast with so hopefully I get some people in here to talk with me next week man about some interesting topics so we're gonna see so stay tuned for more more podcasts. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Make sure y'all follow me on the medias, Snapchat TJLV11, uh, Instagram T period dot eleven, and Twitter Troy underscore J eleven. Go follow me. Go add me. Uh, YouTube is T dot. So go subscribe. Uh, I'm gonna be dropping some new videos probably next week. I know I keep saying that shit, but it's it's gonna happen next week. Best believe. All right, so thanks for tuning in, and I'm going to catch y'all later, man.